Section 9 of Birds, Volume 1, Number 5, May 1897. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Black Capped Chickadee. Chick, chickadee, dee, I saucily say. My heart it is sound, my throat it is gay. Every one that I meet I merrily greet with a chickadee dee, a chickadee dee. To cheer and to cherish on roadside and street, my cap was made jaunty, my note was made sweet. Chickadee dee, chickadee dee, no bird of the winter so merry and free. Yet sad is my heart, though my song one of glee, for my mate ne'er shall hear my chickadee dee. I chickadee dee dee in forest and glade day 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 to the sweet country maid from autumn to springtime i utter my song of chickadee dee all the day long the silence of winter my note breaks in twain and i chickadee dee in sunshine and rain chickadee dee chickadee dee no bird of the winter so merry and free yet sad is my heart though my song one of glee for my mate ne'er shall hear my chickadee dee c c m a saucy little bird so active and familiar the black-capped chickadee is also recognized as the black-capped titmouse eastern chickadee and northern chickadee he is found in the southern half of the eastern united states north to or beyond forty degrees west to eastern texas and indian territory the favorite resorts of the chickadee are timbered districts, especially in the bottom lands, and where there are red bud trees, in the soft wood of which it excavates with ease a hollow for its nest. It is often wise enough, however, to select a cavity already made, as the deserted hole of the downy woodpecker, a knot hole, or a hollow fence rail. In the winter season it is very familiar, and is seen about dooryards and orchards, even in towns gleaning its food from the kitchen remnants where the tablecloth is shaken and wherever it may chance to find a kindly hospitality in an article on birds as protectors of orchards mr e h forbush says of the chickadee there is no bird that compares with it in destroying the female cankerworm moths and their eggs he calculated that one chickadee in one day would destroy five thousand five hundred fifty eggs and in the twenty-five days in which the canker-worm moths run or crawl up the trees, 138,750 eggs. Mr. Forbush attracted chickadees to one orchard by feeding them in the winter, and he says that in the following summer it was noticed that while trees in neighboring orchards were seriously damaged by canker-worms, and to a less degree by tent caterpillars, those in the orchard which had been frequented by the chickadee during the winter and spring were not seriously infested and the comparatively few of the worms and caterpillars were to be found there his conclusion is that birds that eat eggs of insects are of the greatest value to the farmer as they feed almost entirely on injurious insects and their eggs and are present all winter where other birds are absent the tiny nest of the chickadee is made of all sorts of soft materials such as wool, fur, feathers, and hair placed in holes and stumps of trees. Six to eight eggs are laid, which are white, 
thickly sprinkled with warm brown mrs osgood wright tells of a pretty incident of the chickadees thus in the winter of eighteen ninety one too when the cold was severe the snow deep and the tree trunks often covered with ice the chickadees repaired in flocks daily to the kennel of our old dog colin and fed from his dish hopping over his back and calling chickadee dee dee in his face a proceeding that he never in the least resented but seemed rather to enjoy it end of section nine